Hi, this is Sam Chan, and welcome to the Sam Chan Leadership Podcast. It is my honor to serve you, help you achieve your dreams. Let's do this together. I'm constantly reflecting on what are things that leaders do that are in common. Uh, not long ago, I was uh, doing a roundtable with uh, leaders. A roundtable is about 20, 25 maximum uh, high caliber leaders who come together in a room and I spend a whole day with them. So uh, uh, I was at the roundtable and one question that was asked that spurred this lesson for today, question that was asked was, what are the common traits of great leaders? What, what sets uh, great from good? Well, what, what takes people from mediocre and average to a higher level? Now, the list could be very, very, very long. I get that. But I want to share with you some very, very practical things. In fact, I want to talk to you about six things that I have noticed. Now, those six things could change a year from now. But as of right now, here are six things I'm going to give you that great leaders practice. And just for easy teaching, uh, all six, I worked on them to make each one of those words start with the letter R. And I'm going to make it even easier for you. I'm going to give you all six words at the front end of it. And then I'm going to go into explaining maybe two, three minutes each one of them. All of you are brilliant. I know that. You know how I know you're brilliant? Because you're part of the Sam Chan Leadership Institute. So you made some great choices there and decisions have been helpful. So let me give you the six R's and then I'm gonna come back and unpack each one of them for you briefly. Number one, respond. Number two, respect. Number three, routines. Number four, rebound. Number five, reflect. Number six, reinvent. Let me give them to you again. Respond, respect, routines, rebound, reflect, reinvent. Let's talk about each one of them. Number one, respond. Next one, the word next to it is respond quickly. So whenever somebody sends you an email, somebody sends you a text message, Somebody sends you a WhatsApp. Somebody reaches out on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. You know, now, now there are so many different ways that people can reach out to you. You got to respond quickly because it tells the other party that has sent you a message, your response, the quick response tells them something. Number one, you're on it. Number two, if they engage you in some kind of leadership journey, that you are going to be responsive. I hear that all over the world. Uh, I don't know how you do that, Sam Chen, but man, I sent you a message, you get right back to me. Because I have a 24-hour rule for myself. Always get back with people and do it quickly. Number three, when you respond quickly, you are adding a respect ratio, respect factor to the other person. Because we respond quickly to people that we respect and honor. And number four, when you respond quickly, it lets them know that you are ready to engage with them. So we respond, we respond quickly, we respond as soon as possible. Now there are times that I'll get an email from somebody and it's a long email. 
that will take some time for me to rethink and, and, and get back with them. So what I will say to them is, got it, I'll be back with you. At least they know I got it, number one. And number two, I'm planning on getting back with, with them. Respond quickly. Somebody calls you, a missed call, respond quickly. It's not the response because a lot of people respond a week later. You got to respond quickly so the other people can get you out of their head. Number two, they respect, I'm talking about uh, not average leaders, great leaders, everyone like you. Number two is respect everybody. Respect everybody. That simply means there's no big eyes and little use. You respect everybody. We respect everybody because the Bible tells us we are image bearers. So we, we respect everybody. Now, as soon as you stop respecting everybody, you're going to create uh, levels. You're going to create levels among people. And then you're going to respect some more than the others. And when you respect everybody, you can respond to them. You can disagree with me and still respect me. You can be totally against what I'm thinking, saying, doing, behaving, but you can still respect me as a human being. Respect everybody. You don't respect people because they have money. You don't respect people because of the places they live. You don't respect people because of what they can do for you. Because you see, respect is that seed you sow into the ground. Whatever you sow, you will also reap. You want to be respected. Every human being wants to be respected. And when you sow respect, you will reap respect as well. So how you respect everyone, doesn't matter what they're doing, you can still respect them. Respect them for who they are, not for what they're doing. Those are two different things. If you can respect the who, then you can really be of assistance to them. You can actually have a conversation with them. You know why conversations go south? Why derogatory remarks are made? Why pejorative remarks are made? Why people say the nasty thing that they regret is because the respect factor fell bam low. But as soon as long as we are respectful, your quality goes up as well. Number three, routines create disciplines. Routines create discipline. There's something about routines. Well, when you get up, what do you do when you get up? There's something about routines that create inner disciplines. So if I was to ask you a reverse question, what are your disciplines that you exercise on a daily basis? My guess are that all your disciplines are attached to certain routines. Let's talk about disciplines for a minute. Disciplines of waking up. Disciplines of uh, returning uh, people's responses. Disciplines of preparing. Disciplines of uh, making sure that you are doing what you said to somebody else that you're going to do. I, I go to all kinds of places and people uh, will say, I'll get back with you. Can I have your email? I'll shoot you my information. And you know it's not going to happen. And that prophecy comes true again and again and again. It just doesn't happen. Because routines create disciplines. Disciplines, your personal disciplines, will decide whether you're going to go higher or lower. What are your routines that are creating uh, disciplines? Now, I know a lot of people who just say, man, I just flow with the day. You know, I just do whatever. And you see their lives. They're just flowing. 
but people who are going somewhere, doing something, being something, making a difference, influencing people are people who have routines that lead to disciplines in their life. Number four, rebound from mistakes. Rebound from mistakes. I'm here to tell you, I'm making mistakes. You are making mistakes. We're all making mistakes. Now, there comes a time in which you get better at recovering from your mistakes. You get better at camouflaging your mistakes. You get better at pivoting from your mistakes. But whatever you are doing, you are learned to rebound from your mistakes. For example, I speak a lot on platforms. Almost every day, I'm in some part of the world speaking. The book of Proverbs tells us in the multitude of words, there's folly. So there's no doubt I make mistakes when I'm speaking. Mistakes in the boundaries are pushed maybe. Mistakes in the way I articulated something of significance. Mistakes in the way I responded to somebody and the question in the audience. Mistakes even in content. So that I'm making mistakes. You're making mistakes. But I cannot take yesterday's mistakes into today or it's going to paralyze me. It's going to paralyze you. So how do you rebound from mistakes? We all make mistakes. And here's the deal. Not only have you made mistakes, not only are you making mistakes, can I prophesy over your life? You will make mistakes. Before the sun sets in your life today, you'll make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But you gotta learn to rebound from them. Otherwise, it's gonna get in your head. And once it gets in your head, then you're going to move into the future, reflecting on your mistake. And now you're gonna drive defensively. You will not be able to give it your all. You will not have the kind of margins that you want to be creative. So free yourself up. You will make mistakes, but number four, our wall, we rebound from mistakes. Number five, reflect and learn. We reflect and learn. Very few people I meet in life are what I call reflective leaders. People who actually don't obsess, don't uh, rehearse, but they reflect on, so what happened? Why did it happen? What could I have done? If I was faced with the same situation, what would, how would I handle it differently? If I could reword what I said, what would be my words? Reflect and learn. That means I don't waste what happened. I'm always learning from my previous endeavor. Become a reflective thinker. When, when you're listening to a speaker, sit back and say, now why did she say that? And why is she unpacking it this way? And what is he trying to convey? Uh, become a not just hear what you're saying but reflect on that as well and the final r is reinvent for your age and stage reinvent for your age and stage now reinvention only happens if you're willing to say a certain kind of a yes and a certain kind of a no so this is what i've discovered till about the mid 40s you get ahead by saying, yes. Yes, I will do that. Yes, I'll be there. Yes, I can speak there. Yes, I'll travel that. Yes, I can do this. Yes, 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 yes. But above mid-40s, we get ahead by saying yes. But then after that, you get ahead by saying no. 
But the conundrum of the situation is our yes muscle, because we've used it for 40 some years, is highly developed. But our no muscle has atrophy. It is kind of hanging lip. It cannot, it has not been used that much. And I'm saying to you, depending on your age and stage of life, you've got to reinvent to say yes to what is important, not to everything. But your next journey after your mid-40s is going to be characterized, shaped, and formed by how you say no. Now, you can say yes and no based on your priorities. What are your priorities? What are you trying to achieve? If, if, if you are located here and you want to go south of there, you got to say yes to the south and no to the north. So you got to know what direction you're going to go in. What are your priorities? Are you reinventing yourself for where you are? Because the challenge that leadership has is that they continue on the same journey they've been on because they've been on that journey. And I want to say to you that you're in a different place today than you were a year ago. A year ago, you were a different person. You're a different person now. So how can you reinvent yourself? And reinvention comes not by what you do. Reinvention comes by how you think about what you do. So how are you thinking about what you're doing? What is important to you now? What is taking you to your goal now? What is actually going to do something for you for where you are going?